The opposite of the Falcons is a team that has their team Mm. lined up as a contender, all the pieces, no fan um, uh, tentativeness at all. Uh, That's the Braves. Grant was just down there. He joins us, obviously, our Braves reporter. Safe to say, of all the years you've covered the Braves, maybe the least amount of stories coming out of uh, spring training that we've seen. Is that accurate? Yeah, certainly from a battle perspective. I talked to Brian Snitker. He was on From the Diamond with me this past week, and I asked him, I was like, in all your spring trainings, is this one of those where you feel like the most pieces are in place for you? And he said, yeah, I mean, there's still stuff to watch. I mean, you got, I think the fifth starter battles won. I mean, maybe a spot in the bullpen. You want to round out your bench and just get an impression from some of the guys that you might need over the course of the season. But no, I mean, there's not a lot of intrigue. You're not trying to figure out who's the starting this or that or the other. It's a great club that's coming back from a 2023 in which they very much feel like they left some stuff on the table. They got some things to prove, some unfinished business, as it were. Grant, if if camp breaks today, who's the fifth starter? I think that in the early going, they're intrigued enough by Reynaldo Lopez that he might get that shot. But fortunately for all of us, and maybe for Bryce Elder more specifically, camp doesn't break today. But I think that with Lopez coming in on a three-year deal, $10 million a year, he's a great bullpen piece. And at that price, he could end up playing a huge role for the Braves as it is. But the fact that he has this opportunity to start, something he hasn't done in a few years, I think they want to find out this spring training exactly what he has to offer. But I don't think that we're going to go in through, into and through a season where we're not going to use a bunch of different starting pitchers or see a bunch of different starting pitchers because last year showed us that, and so did the year before and the year before that. Yeah, no, so I, I'm, Alex, I'm interested. Alex comes on every year and, and says, we'll start 13 guys. I mean, there'll be 13 yeah. different right. starting yeah. pitchers. <laughs> right. And he tells you that in April. I mean, he knows he's been around. And, and you know, in an era with bullpen starts and that type of thing, of course a ton of guys are going to roll through there. I, to me, what's so fascinating is the the ebb and flow of a starting pitcher's career. And you just have mm-hmm. to look at Ian Anderson, Kyle Wright, Mike Soroka, our buddy back in the day, Chris Medlin, guys. Like, you know, it, we, we, you can be at the absolute top of the food chain, and it can end. And when it does, boy, does it happen quickly. Whoever thought Kyle Wright would be moved the way he was or Soroka, who was the phenom. But that's the modern-day Major League starting situation. Yeah, I mean, and it can happen. And and I don't know that it's even unique to this particular era or generation. I mean, you go through a lot of starting pitchers. You go through a lot of pitchers in general. The turnover for a bullpen, I mean, think about how important the night shift was to the Braves in 2021 and how we felt like, what a group. I mean, they really put the club on their backs, pitched these through these huge innings, had all of these great performances, and were integral to the Braves winning that World Series. By the time he got to the end of the next season, I mean, that group had really started to scatter. And now you got A.J. Minter, and you got Tyler Matzik coming back. But the rest of that group has all since moved on, and now they're just kind of reloading and retooling. And I think that's true for the rotation as well. And that's Soroka, Cal Wright. I mean, these are all guys that the Braves saw being a big part of their future. But sometimes plans just change, and injuries are a big reason why. What do you think you'll get from uh, our new left fielder this year? I think that the biggest thing that he's going to get is the opportunity to come in without the sky-high expectations of becoming the face of the franchise because that's what the expectation was in Seattle. So he's got all the tools, as they say. I mean, he's a guy that he knows how to draw walks. The strikeouts have been a problem for him at the big league level. But if he can just normalize that a bit, 
get the hard hit rate up, get the ball in the air, which is something I think Kevin Seitzer and his group have done a really great job of really maximizing hitters' effectiveness in Atlanta. Snit talks about the environment that they have for hitting. I think that's going to benefit him. So if I were to just ballpark what would be a good season from him, 270 or above, 20, 25 home runs, 15 or so stolen bases, and he's a really good defender, I think he's going to fit right in with this club and with the expectations and the, the pressure perhaps off. Maybe this is the environment, the change scenery they always talk about that's going to kind of be an X factor. You got to get the 30% strikeout number down. That's an yeah. enormous yeah. number, and that doesn't work. Uh, how good did Chris Sale look the other day? I thought he looked terrific, and this is what the Braves were hoping that they would see is a guy that comes out there, fills up the strike zone with a great fastball and slider, but he's got some other, I think, really important pitches to his arsenal. He's not just a, a one or two trick pony, as they say, but. He's, he's a guy that's, you know, from his intensity level and the credibility that he brings is somebody who has been, you know, one of the Cy Young Award contenders, the Major League Strikeout leader, a World Series champion, and just the most intense competitor that you'll find. This is uh, the kind of first impression that you wanted to see. I, I hate to get too excited over two innings, but if you were looking for Chris Sale to come out and say, hey, I'm here, I'm healthy, and this is what it looks like, that first start went a long way for me. There was so much chatter even before he was on the mound, Grant. It's Grant McCauley, our Braves beat reporter here in the Steakhouse. I have never seen every single storyline as, wow, Chris Sale. What, what's he like? I, I think that when you talk to him and, like, the media availability, you just kind of gather around his locker, and he had to answer all the questions about his health and then some about the trade and was he surprised and is he happy to be here and all those things. And you hear about the intensity, but I think he saves a lot of that for the field. Mm-hmm. So I, I got a impression of a guy that is genuinely quite happy in anything that he said and that you've read about him about coming to the Braves. He's thrilled to be here and to be part of this, to be part of a winner. I think it was a bit surprising for him to get traded, but that I think is kind of a, a tip to a tip of the cap to Alex Anthopoulos for identifying a trade target that maybe other teams weren't even thinking about and finding a way to get him in a Braves uniform. So I think that there's a quietness around in, in the clubhouse, a quiet confidence, if you will. But when he gets between those two white lines, I mean, Spencer Strider said it best, that guy, regardless of anything else, his number one priority is win. Feels like Spencer Strider's headed for a Cy Young at some mm-hmm. point in his career. No reason to think it couldn't be this year. No, I mean, there was reason to think it could have been last year. And I think save a couple of starts that might have – you know, changed the way a little bit of perception was about him because his ERA dumped up a little bit. I mean, you got a major league strikeout winner who won 20 games. A lot of years that's going to win a Cy Young. And now he goes into the offseason feeling like, okay, what can I add to my arsenal? Now he's playing around with a curveball. He's got a changeup that he doesn't throw a lot, but when he does, it's an ultra-effective pitch. And he's got two elite pitches with his fastball and slider. And when I talked to him down in spring training, he said, I'm not trying to get away from that one-two punch but finding other ways to give hitters something else to contend with. That could take him from a 280 strikeout pitcher to a 300-plus strikeout pitcher, and I could see that happening this year. Yeah, I would, I would lay down. I, I got to see the odds are. I'd feel very comfortable laying some odds or getting, get, getting some odds that uh, Spencer's try to win the Cy Young. Great stuff, Grant. Any updates on Northport's come a long way? How's it look? And it continues to evolve as a great spring training town. Yeah, you wouldn't know that storm blew through there last off season because they had that place all back together last year and, and certainly this year. I mean, the Rays were a little bit further away, and they had to go train at the Trop last year, and they're back in Port Charlotte. So I know the Braves are excited to have their neighbor back. But, yeah, they continue to develop that area. I think that as we look in five and ten years, it's going to be incredible to see what they've built all around that Braves spring training complex. It's a pretty fun spot. So if you get a chance to take a trip down there, I highly recommend it. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you down the line. 
You got it. All right. There you go. Braves conversation, and it's going to be very similar to that over the next few weeks trying to listen. No headlines coming out of Braves other than get up here. Let's get to Philadelphia on that opening week, and let's get let's get uh, down Please to business. Please God let Chris Sale be pitching against Bryce Harper. Well, that'd be fun, huh? That'd be awesome. Does he hit him? I don't think Chris Sale does. No, I don't think anybody hits him. But I don't know if it's Chris Sale's job to hit him. Feels it's somebody else. But it'll be fun regardless. It's Chris Sale's job to hit him. All right. I decided. I don't want to get hit by Chris Sale. I promise you that. That is nasty <laughs> stuff. Boys. When we come back.